We are live. Welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge. I am your host, Naquel, and you're in the place where we have fun celebrating our poets. Tonight is going to be no different. Get ready to stimulate your mind and relax it at the same time. I want to welcome my guests because they're already here patiently waiting for us. Tonight, our dope poets at play are Kimberly and Sherelle. Kimberly Anderson, also known as KMA, is a teacher, mother, mentor, motivational speaker, and poet from a small town in KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa. She found her voice through poetry and started the Turning Pain into Power movement and is the co-founder of I Am Poetry Africa, a foundation that helps upcoming poets master their craft. Her poems speak of what it is like being a colored or mixed race woman in South Africa, as well as other topics that take you on a journey of consciousness and thought. Shirel is a poet, mother, and chef from the UK who has written poetry for as long as she can remember. And after a transformative and uh, turbulent past couple of years, she decided to start sharing and performing some of her poetry. She is having the best time with it, meeting and interacting with other artists and poets. It is a world away from her pastry chef day job and creates exactly the balance she needs. She focuses on her writing, which includes her personal experiences, spirituality, love, and motherhood. Let's welcome them to the Pod Poets Lounge. Such an honor and delight. Ladies, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. So happy to have you ladies here. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation. Oh, it's a pleasure. It really is. I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> um, so how how are you guys feeling straight off? You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little bit tired. It's kind of getting past my bedtime now. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll be all right. <laughs> Couple of days. I'm, I'm kind of there with you myself. I'm, I'm a little bit tired here, but I am up and ready to go. Um, once again, thank you both for accepting this invitation. You really don't know me from anywhere, so I appreciate that. I love bringing poets together. So that's kind of what we're here to do tonight. Now, you two, you do not know each other outside off this platform do, do you know each other outside of here or is it first no. time kind of no not at all but yeah after that introduction i feel like i should know you <laughs> <laughs> well <Yes>. great <laughs> awesome awesome i love when it's a natural organic vibe that we really just kind of build um so looking forward to that um the mission is really quite simple i want us to relax kick back and just chill how does that sound to you all right we got two thumbs up so they are ready to go uh let's go ahead and get into it we're gonna start our spoet trivia game so i'll explain the game real briefly um this is poetry and spoken word themed trivia games that challenge players in five areas of listening puzzles knowledge speaking and writing i invite you to play along our poets will play two rounds of Spoward Trivia tonight and win by earning the most points at the end of the second round. The first place prize is a feature in the Spilled Ink Showcase inside of the Ink 
magazine. Shout out to the Creator Gods Inc. A new issue is actually uh, dropping. If you haven't already picked it up, uh, you can check them out at the Inc. magazine on Instagram. So, all right, ladies, if we are ready, I think we can get going. So our first group of categories for tonight is going to be a puzzle that's going to be the game Unscramble Me. So this is a series of anagrams that our players are going to try to unscramble. First one to the punch uh, will win. So um, quite simple, straightforward. Ladies, uh, need a test question or you think you got it? I'm going to give you a category so you know where the word comes from. And then I'll give you the scrambled letters. And you just gotta try to race to unscramble it. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I think a test one will be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> a test? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, sometimes these uh, words could be two part words or sometimes uh, single. So here is your first sample. So the category is approval. This was one from the last episode. Approval is the category, and the letters are mixed up. The letters are P-P-N-L-A-C-G-I. Thoughts on what this could be? So let's say I give you 10 seconds. Don't let it scare Ten, you, but nine, there eight, is seven, <laughs> six, five, it is a four, scary. three, two, no one. Okay, so this one is, any guesses? No. No. Clapping. <laughs> clapping. This one was clapping. Okay. So if you need hints, I'll, I'll see what I could do to help you with those hints, okay? And uh, we can get through a few of these. So I have some lined up. Here we go. We'll start with the first anagram here. All right. So it is a task that you would perform in a salon. And I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Okay. okay. Here it is. I posted it in the chat. It is a task you would, and it's a two-part word. You would perform it in a salon. The first part of the word, scrambled, it's T-I-N-P-A-G-I-N. -I -I the second part is F-G-R-N-I-E-L-A-I-S-N. 10 seconds. Now, the folks in the chat might be able to help you if they're playing along. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Here you oh go, Lee. 10, <laughs> 9, oh 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Someone's feeling very confident. 3, 2, You might have one. help out here. Dr. Jetsy. Give us a uh, let's see if he'll uh, give him a moment. No, he's not chiming in. Okay, so I'll give you a hint. Okay, so it has to do with your fingers. All right. Anyone can get it in another 10, ten seconds? Nine, eight, seven. You do it in a salon. Six, two five, part word. Four, three, two, one. Okay, ladies. Oh, all right. So, we're going to pass on this one. This one was painting fingernails oh stop it because <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking many and pity but i'm like snap none of that is there yeah i, I just can't take the pressure of the clock on his 
<laughs> you can handle the pressure. You can do it. All right. <laughs> you guys ready for the next one? Let's go. All right. Let's go. We are. Category is going to be head. Okay. On top of the physical head. Here we go. What do you think this is? Count Ten, nine, eight, 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 seven, eight. Oh, six, six, five, four, three, two. Now, now, I think I heard Kimberly say it first. Okay. Did she? Yes, Kimberly? I think so. I think so, too. All right, so we're on the board. Nicely done. Okay, that was quick, so we're getting the hang of it. All right, let's move right on to the next one. This is a two-part word. And going to be... And it has to do with the head, but more so the brain and what can happen to it if you totally. drink something too fast. Here Ten, we go. It's a two-part word. Nine, eight, seven, yes, six, that is correct. Five. Who got that? That was Sherelle. That was Sherelle. Sherelle. Nicely done. Okay, okay. I'm getting the hang of this now. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Here we go. Next one is category has to do with being gone. Here you go. Unscramble Ten, this. Nine. The eight, letters are R E S A six R E five four three two one. I know it. Any guesses? <laughs> Any final guess? Yes. This one is brain freeze. Do you guys get brain freezes? Do you know? You ever got that? Yeah. Oh no, that that was the last one. That was the last. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm having yes. a brain freeze right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This one was uh, eraser. Eraser. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. The teachers know about that. Here we go. Next category. This is off the ground. Off the ground. Your scrambled letters are G N W I. 10, 9, 8, 7. Yes, six, we have wings. Five, four, Who was that? Shiro? Shiro. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well done. Okay. Moving right along, I think we can probably... As long uh, as it's four letters or below, I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning I'm... my life choices right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's all right. <laughs> it's all my fault. I think. Like, <laughs> all right, I've got a couple more for you, ladies. Uh, here we go. The next one, the category is, has lots of rhyming words. There are a lot of words that rhyme with this particular word. And here it is. Clock. Clock. Yes, that is correct. Was that Shirelle again as well? It yes. was. Yeah. All right. Trust me, by the end of this, I'll know the voices differently. I, I won't keep asking like this. I I'm going to get it. <laughs> All right. That was very, very well done. Yes. All right. So let us end that game okay and uh switch it up a little bit um so we'll tally the scores still a close game um we've got uh one point here for kma and we've got three points for shira okay so we're moving right along 
the folks in the chat enjoying the vibe. Let's switch it up. I've got another game for you. All right. This one is Tongue Tangle Battle. Tongue Tangle Battle. The infamous game that has two poets, two dope poets, practicing or trying to say these tongue twisters and trying to get tangled the least. I'm happy to say that we have a nice audience today to help us uh, judge this battle. Um, you ladies understand sort of how to play? Yeah, I think yeah. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Fantastic then. So we'll start this off with uh, KMA. I've got... <laughs> yeah, I'll pick it on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something spoke to me and said, you, 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 you. All right. <laughs> So here is your tongue twister. It's just five times each. I'm going to be counting the number of times that you do it. I'll say, okay, that's it. You can stop once we've got the five times. And I'm listening for clarity, speed, and um, just how well you say each one of them. So your first uh, tongue twister here is cooks cook cupcakes quickly. And I'm going to give you some time to take a look at it you know i'll give you 10 seconds as well maybe Ten, say it to yourself nine, in your mind a little bit eight seven six it might help five four maybe not. three two one okay whenever you're ready okay um do i have a set time <laughs> um no that no <laughs> well no you can take as long as you need to say it but the, the longer you take the okay. less it helps you Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus, help me. Okay. She's giving extra seconds here, but I'm not going to say anything. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook mm. cupcakes quickly. Cooks mm. cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Yeah. All right. Good way to start it off. Okay, Shirella, you should be scared. You should be very scared. That was. I'm like, I'm really ever. <laughs> My palms are sweating and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have your chance as well. Ten seconds to take a look and just recite it to yourself okay. and get ready. Here Ten, you go. Nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. I can't even see what it is. Cooks cook cupcakes. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing. Okay, I'm sorry. It's the same thing. No, it's <laughs> fine. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cupcakes quickly. Cooks cook cook quick cupcakes quickly. Do I need to continue? That's it. That's it. Well done, ladies. Okay, I think you both did really well on that one. Actually, it was close, but Shirelle had a bit of speed and some confidence. Tripped up slightly. Tripped up slightly, but it was close. But I'm going to give that one to Shirelle. So you got that well done. Nice, oh, nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll have you actually start the next one. So this will give us yes. uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> some time <laughs> to take a good look, practice to herself. This one is going to be 
Scissors sizzle, thistles sizzle. Scissors sizzle, thistles sizzle. Scissors. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna spare you. Um, I'll just start the timer here. <laughs> oh, that got really hard really quick. Someone was really as hard as that. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, so when do I get player, the 10 seconds or am I just going? Yep, you sure will get it here. 10, okay. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Scissors, sizzle, fizzle, sizzle. Scissors, sizzle, fizzle, sizzle. Scissors, sizzle, fizzle, sizzle. Scissors, sizzle, fizzle, sizzle. <laughs> All right. Good job. Good job. Okay. And uh, another 10 seconds here on the board for KMA. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Scissors, sizzle, thistle, sizzle. Yeah. Scissors, sizzle, thistle, sizzle, sizzles, 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 sizzles. Oh, no, where did the scissors come from? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my. <clears throat> oh my. I think See, I just hit something. This is this is why I can't even play games at home because I just end up laughing at myself. <laughs> Well, this is good fun. This is good fun. I think uh, that was a good, solid effort. Um, so you you found a couple extra scissors there that might not have been there, um, <laughs> which is okay. Um, so we'll give this one to uh, Shirel. All right, did well. Um, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, not not her best work so far on the <laughs> but she definitely did well. Um, okay, we'll do uh, a few more of these. Um, before we start getting into a little bit of conversation and let our listeners get to know you guys a little bit more. So here we are. All right, KMA, you're going to start this one off for us. It is which, which is which, which, which is which, which, which is which. Okay. 10 seconds. Here we go. 10, 9, 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Which which is which? Which which is which? Which which is which? Which which is which? Which I could feel like I could say this one forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one more. <laughs> which which is which? Yes. All right. There we go. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna put 10 seconds on the clock as well for you, Shirelle. 10, 9, 8, 7. That was nice, Kayla. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Which, which is which? 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 Do I need to continue? Two more, yes. Which, which is which? All right, yes, well done. Okay, so again, we do have a winner here, Shirel. Nicely done. Very strong in this uh, in this category. 
yes. Well done. I mean, I might change my day job after this. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking with my talent. <laughs> Some things to consider here. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to really question. I thought I knew she sells seashells on the seashore so well, and now I'm starting to question all of that training. Yeah. Well, you did. You shouldn't question it because that was well done. I might bring that one back. We had that one on a previous episode, but that was well done. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yes. You're welcome. In fact, let's bring that back. Let's. This is. This will be all. We'll finish off the round with this final tongue twister. But we're going to have um, Shirelle go first. And uh, KMA will follow. So, and this is definitely a classic one. I would always get all tangled up. She shall see sells. Okay. <laughs> I am stopping right now. <laughs> Destined for failure from the beginning. <laughs> you know? Ten, Ten, Ten seconds on the nine, clock for you, Shirelle. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one. She sells seashells on the seashore. 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 Do I need to continue? I think that's it. All right. And 10 seconds on the clock for KM9. Who I knows about the smash? Seven, I know you. Six, 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 smash. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. She sells seashells on the seashore. 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 Must I continue? I think that's. <laughs> I think that's five. But yeah, man, that was nice. All my okay. years of real shout out to all the proud moms out there who birthed beautiful poets so they could eventually vibe like this <laughs> <laughs> all right that was really really nicely done uh great job there kma to seal that final one so that brings you to uh okay so two points um to close out that round and we are at uh, six points I've got here for Shirelle. Okay, so a little bit of distance, but as we go into the uh, the next segment here to have a little conversation, there will be more time later on to play some more sport trivia. But at this point, ladies, what did you what did you think? How was that? Not too bad, yeah. Uh, I think you're breaking up a little bit. Sorry. That's okay. It's getting better. Yeah, yes. much better. Mm. Yes. I did. I want to hear what you said. What did you think? Oh, I said, yeah, yeah, it was really good. I'm looking forward to the next rounds. I honestly, I came with no high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I I suck at playing games. I suck at playing games. <laughs> And I'm not even competitive. I would probably just give everybody like, yay, you won. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm really competitive, but I'm still rubbish at it. But I'm really competitive. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm not. It, like school was terrible because when people would run races mm. and I'm coming in dead mm -hmm. last, I'd be like, yay, <laughs> like, that's not your team. And I'm like, no, but somebody won at least. Yes, yeah, there's a bright side there for sure. Um, 
So Shiro, as we talk about competitive nature or even games, what are some of the things that um, that you do for fun? Or do you play games uh, at home? Um, yeah, I've got three kids, so yeah, we play. Ah, like, yes, that'll do it. Board games. My middle child is like really, really talented at card games, and she, mm -hmm. yeah, to be honest, all the games she always seems to win. She's just yeah, she just has a knack for them. So yeah, we play them, but I never win. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, some, get some pointers from her. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would have her with me right now, but it's really <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that would have been a great idea. Um, so, how about you, uh, KMA, when it comes to sort of just taking a break to find fun and have a little bit of that? How do you go about it? We have, I have fun in my household all the time. Okay. <laughs> it's Can I come? Noisy. <laughs> yep. Feel free. It's a very noisy household. Um, okay. Because I have two girls, so we we oh, get beautiful. involved with a lot of things. Um, we get a lot of in like if I'm writing, they'll get creative and do something with regards to art. Okay. Make noise with karaoke twenty four seven. I feel sorry for my neighbors. Um, <laughs> maybe one day I'll I'll apologize. <laughs> They're good. Um, yeah so we okay. i try and keep them as any free time that i have with them mm -hmm. i try and keep them and that interaction between us um mm -hmm. very much alive because we know nice. what it was like you know having parents that had to work 24 7 and didn't have mm. that time so i make sure that they know um this is what mommy likes this is what mommy doesn't really like and mm -hmm. it doesn't mean because i don't like um <laughs> jogging that they don't have to like jogging mm -hmm. um, so we do a lot of things together swimming playing cards that's um, lovely so I prefer important playing cards than a board game because they always okay. make me at monopoly oh. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 son uh so he's savvy at, at monopoly it's not my favorite go-to game um but uh when i get him on smash brothers it's a little bit of a different story on the uh, on the uh, Nintendo Switch. Um, <laughs> you mentioned your daughters, uh, ladies. How uh, we'll start with you, uh, KMA. How old are your, your daughters? My eldest daughter's gonna be nine in the next few weeks, and then my youngest mm. is gonna be seven. <laughs> okay, wonderful. And how about you, Ashiro? Um, my eldest is fifteen, and then I have a. My middle one just turned 12, like, last week, and my youngest is about to turn four on next Sunday, so a week from today, yeah. Okay. Oh, almost done. Like, I am done, done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, my my daughter is four, my son is seven, uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not no, nowhere near done, uh, I think, right? Um <laughs> I could use some no. advice still. I'm at that stage, yeah. Um, <laughs> at least you've got one of each. I'm sorry? At least you've got one of each, a boy and a girl. That's nice. Yeah. It, yeah, it is got, lovely. It really is. Yeah, it. three daughters, like two of which coming into their teens is, yeah. <laughs> I think I might move out into it for a little while. <laughs> I can see who I'm going to get some tips from in the next three years. Yeah, yeah. Really? Anyway. <laughs> we're gonna keep the poetic parental link uh on dial on speed dial um so i want you ladies to uh to walk me through uh your journey of becoming a poet how did that happen for you uh shiro um <clears throat> yeah poetry is something i've always done from being really young so my dad um 
uh, was a musician. Like, he's, mm, wow. still a, he's like an incredible keyboard player. And so nice. I think growing up, I always kind of seen him being creative and writing mm-hmm. and stuff. And it kind of was just natural for me to do that. I didn't realize it wasn't something that everybody did almost, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so probably from around like maybe even as young as like 10, 12, I just uh, okay. written. And um, I think as I've gotten older, I've used it more as like a tool for like managing mental health mm-hmm. and like a creative outlet and stuff. Ah, uh, catharsis, yeah. Yeah, I think more recently, just kind of, I'm, I'm just at a point where I'm ready to change careers. I did everything I wanted to do with mm-hmm. my staffing and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I kind of um, just, yeah, I think I've always kind of felt like I was a writer at heart, but I never really had the confidence to do it or to like put myself out there and perform my poetry and stuff. And I think okay. the past year, you know, COVID kind of hit everybody and give everybody sure. a bit of time to kind of think a little bit and yeah. spend time in their own heads. And I think I kind of came out of that feeling like, yeah, I need to change my life and that's what I'm kind of trying to do, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, okay. yeah, this is just kind of, it just kind of helps me, helps mm-hmm. me figure stuff out a little bit and get a bit of clarity and stuff, you know? Absolutely. <clears throat> um, how about you, uh, KMA? What was your journey like in becoming a poet? Well, <laughs> it was a journey that consisted of a lot of, a lot of depression, um, mm. a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of shifting um, mm-hmm. because I wrote a little bit back in high school and then I didn't really take it seriously and then I moved out to Johannesburg and okay. uh, shifting away and moving from family and everything that I'd known because I've only lived within the province of KwaZulu Natal um, mm-hmm. moved to Durban, Richards Bay, Shawi, you know, different <clears throat> excuse me areas within the province but never out of the province so Mm -hmm. uh, it took a lot of (laughs) a lot of anxiety and depression in order for me to find my pen again okay Um, wow and get to posting some stuff Mm -hmm. on on facebook and a friend of mine was like oh so you're still doing that poetry thing um it's funny enough because i actually wrote a piece on someone saying that poetry thing now because i take so much offense to it (laughs) um but poetry Mm. helped me um it helped me find my voice which is why i think i hold on to it so so much now more than anything else um it's never been an easy journey you know um especially with the things that we write about as poets and um coming from a very conservative neighborhood and town when you write about depression and those dark Mm -hmm. things Mm. um sometimes you get shunned and people are like Mm -hmm. oh so kim is like this you know so so this is what's happening um and Mm -hmm. i remember somebody even telling me to remove some of the stuff that i was posting Mm. and uh i i i did and then i went back and i was like no i'm not doing that and i went and put it right back up um wow and yeah so that was when i became and a good friend of mine always says be fearless in everything Mm. that you do and uh that was when i was like no i'm gonna stand true to what i'm writing Mm -hmm. because this Mm -hmm. is about me this is my life this is my journey um right 
me, mm. poetry was really a healing mechanism. Going back and reading those pieces, yes. I'm like I don't want to feel like this ever again, ever, mm. ever, <laughs> ever again. Yeah, indeed. So I, I'm hearing that evolution. Um, I think for sure in both of your stories of how you became poets. Um, to get to kind of where you are at now. I touched on a little bit about what you, uh, the subject matter of both of your your works. Uh, I'll ask you, uh, Shirel, what does performing feel like uh, for you and what makes you write? Um, I'd probably like say performing, um, Okay, so I only performed for the first time last year in September and my entire life I've kind mm -hmm. of had this kind of stage fright thing where I've just, mm -hmm. like, I've never even done karaoke or anything. I've always just been, like, so petrified of, like, standing and doing that. Um, and Can I ask, where that, do you know where that came from? Or did that um, did something happen? That you know, I don't know. I think I just never really had the confidence. I was never, like... I don't know, I suppose, okay. you know, it, it, it could just come from just a flippant comment someone had made when I was a kid, you know, like something sure, as small yes. as that, but yeah. like, you know, it obviously stuck with me and lived inside of me for a long time. So um, last year, September, I mm -hmm. had kind of said to myself at the beginning of the year, so I don't really do like New Year's resolutions, but okay. I kind of set myself a goal of something new that I'm going to do or step nice. up in some way and so last year I was like I'm going to perform a poetry even if it's just once I'm going to do it I'm going to like on a stage so mm -hmm. I managed to get on an open mic night in September and I did that and I I just kind of loved it and the minute I got <laughs> off stage I was like I want to do this again and again and again <laughs> um, I think I just kind of fell in love with it a little bit on that first performance and so okay. since then, I kind of made an effort to do it as often as possible Lovely. Um, what well, makes you write nowadays, would you say? What makes me write? Um, honestly, I don't, it's not something I really have control over. Some, like, I'll mm, just, okay. it will niggle at me all day and I'll have to get it out at some point or it'll just come to me and, you know, if I don't get it out, I'll lose it. And if it's good quality, I don't want to lose it. So yeah. I usually just tap it into my phone. Um, I'd, okay. I'd, I don't really kind of, I'm not one of these people that like sets time aside to write or anything. I just kind okay. of, whatever flows through me happens and it, it's quite um, organic mm -hmm. like that. Okay, I, I can dig it. Pressure on it. Okay. At least. <clears throat> and uh, for you, KMA, um, both questions. What does performing feel like for you and what makes you write? Um... The first time performing was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying. There's no out. Uh, there, there, uh, there's no um, way I'm gonna lie about that. <laughs> the first time was terrifying. Um, it was in in this little um, coffee shop um, in Malville. Uh, it's a hotspot for a lot of poetry oh. events that happen here in Johannesburg. Beautiful was it this spot. terrifying? Do you hear this? Is that a little creepy? Oh, oh, that was, yep, yep. Kind of yep, like, okay, yep. just checking. Okay. But that's how I felt on the inside. 
I can relate. <laughs> trust me. You know, um, the room was packed. There was a horde mm-hmm. of people in there. Some I knew, some I didn't know, um, and some I just okay. knew because I met them through Facebook, and they were like, "I've seen your pieces. Come through," and that's how okay. I got there. Uh, and they made it so awkward because they're like, "Yeah, Kimberly." Like, oh God! Oh Wait, Lord! This is special. So this is your first time, and you have a room of of supporters like that. <laughs> yep. Wow, that doesn't happen to a lot of person. people. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that likes attention to be drawn onto me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was my face was red. Um, okay. Because when I moved out here, I got extra fair because I don't see the sun much. Ah, <laughs> so, okay. So I was turning all shades of red and orange and pink and every color of the rainbow. Um, <laughs> but it was an awesome experience because the interaction Lovely. from the crowd was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. It was nothing that I'd ever experienced before because okay. I've watched, okay. you know, uh, uh, sessions before and it's always like okay the poets they they say what they gotta say the crowd claps snaps whatever the case is and then they move on <clears throat> but it was so different because the crowd was interacting you know with one of the pieces mm-hmm. um i think my, my ending line was um do i love him enough something of that sort um and one mm-hmm. of the guys was like why kimberly why <laughs> you know <laughs> so it, it was it was really awesome for the first interaction and then after that was that's, that's when i always say kma was birth because she says all these things i can't say she she's fearless more than i could ever be um and she has this persona about herself where she, even if she's scared she's not going to show that she's scared on stage um <laughs> Okay. It just leaves everything out there. Wow. That's definitely a good quality to have. Um, as you mentioned earlier, that fearlessness. Um, and then what would you say makes you write? What gets your pen moving? Everything that moves me. Um, I can't write about something that doesn't move me internally. Um, If it doesn't either evoke a feeling of sadness, anger, Mm. happiness, care, any feeling, I I feed off emotion. Um, Okay. I feed off those those things, especially with recently, it's a lot of history. So I've been writing a lot about South African history as well as African history on a whole. So that's been driving um, my pen. And, and writing about my experiences of being mixed race um, okay. in South Africa. Okay. Uh, we're going to touch on that a little bit later on. Um, we have a question in the chat. Um, the guest is saying, and this is actually uh, Gemini, a good friend uh, to, the, to the podcast. Uh, do either of you have any fears of one day writing for others before writing for self? And uh, she uh, actually we can start with you, uh, KMA. What are your thoughts on on that that question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny because I actually did a, a a little venting piece to myself, hmm. um, saying, "Remind me." It's on IG um, where I say, "If ever I um, become puffed up with that ego and pride, or my pen gets suffocated <clears throat> by my pride." remind me of where i came from remind me of how i was that little girl in the corner that mm-hmm. so caught up with her emotions and you know all that that stuff um for me okay. mm. i think because of the strong 
people I have around me and I continue to surround myself with those people, mm -hmm. I don't think I'd ever be able to. <laughs> I've already yeah. had to had to say no to certain people. Um, okay. At this point, and I'm not willing to sell my pen short for anyone. Mm. Or any I like platform. that. And because it's my words and my words mm -hmm. have value and mm -hmm. my words mean something even if they don't mean anything to anyone else they mean something to me um so yeah well said uh Shirel, how would you respond to that that same question yeah i'd probably just echo all of what um kim said really okay the place where I write from wouldn't allow me to consider mm -hmm. anybody else before writing for myself because it's only really for me. I do share it online and stuff, but honestly, it's 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 not really for other people. If other people can gain something from it, then that's great. But the the process as a whole is so healing for me that mm -hmm. I couldn't possibly write and it not come from that place. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't have any real authenticity to it, and like, what's the point? It's it's art. Mm. The last thing you want it to be is authentic, no? Indeed, well said. Thank you so much for that question, uh, Gemini. I appreciate it very much, um, ladies. I would like to ask if one of you um, have a poem. Do you guys have a poem ready? Um. Yeah, I could read something um okay I can start with you um shiro i have one that's about motherhood actually okay I've just done that before. Just start whenever yeah yes you can okay. do you know how hard it is to heal within the treacle thickness of motherhood the sticky sweetness of motherhood the itchy prickly fever of damages caused by unjust love the going through the motions and managing to hold it all together only just the going through the motions and breaking on the floor of the bathroom while the taps were on and full the going through the motions till bedtime when i can break without their loving little eyes on me where i can break without having to consider what it means for them if they see do you know what it is to heal amongst the mists of motherhood with a heart wide open and filled with love it's always having someone to hug and cheat to cheat contact when they sense you're not doing so good and it's dancing to disney songs every day reliving my own childhood memories it's the bright light at the end of the tunnel the reason to get up and keep on going this healing is for them too to break the curse of generational wounds to heal during motherhood isn't the easiest way but it's better late than never at all it's best they see me thrive after i fall in my undoing i wasn't always able to be exactly what they needed but in my oneness i'll be able to show them what it is to be free true authenticity they deserve the very best version of me and so from now on that's all i'll be the highest vision of me 
That was lovely. Ooh, thank you. That was beautiful. Mm hmm. Um, so there, there were a couple lines that really uh, stuck out to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention them, and then the the flow and and the rhythm. I I love the delivery. Uh, I love how you gave that to us uh, for sure. Um, okay, K M A. <laughs> do you have a piece uh, ready? I do. I, I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is actually a new piece. Um, mm. New ish, new ish, new ish, new ish. It is. It's new. I did it like when I was like one stanza in, and then I released a little snippet because it's going to be one of the pieces that's coming in my book. Soon okay. Published. <laughs> Um, yes, yes. So this one is entitled What Makes Me African. Mm, I love the title. <clears throat> right. It surely can't be my hair with its spiral curls that fall naturally down to my cheeks. My mother cringes at the sight of my once tamed, now untamed hair, urging me on about the straightener that she has at her top drawer at her bedside cupboard. And the more I say I'm fine, the more I see her eyes drawn more to my hair than my face during our conversation. And my mind begins to wander off to the days my ancestors had to use hot curling rods and burn their scalps with chemicals just to look appealing in the boss's eye. While hate brewed in the madam's heart, maybe she foresaw my coming. A child neither dark nor pale, but what makes me African? Is it the way I say Saubona without the English accent staying true to my forefather's mm. tongue, then twisting it back to our way, what kind to fit into a somewhat colored community, then upgrading to the tone needed to prove my somewhat mm. level of intelligence in the workplace? Good day, <laughs> sir. How may I be of assistance? And while I flip mm. through these three tongues, a fourth one awaits me at home. It brings humor to my family with the way I say rugby instead of rugby or bridge instead of bridge or fridge instead of fridge. But what makes me African? Is it my street smart mentality or the way I eat pap and inyama at a shisanyama? Is it my big body, mm. a reminder of Sarah Batman enough to have you convinced? Perhaps it's my name, Kimberly. Not spelled quite like the place to think of it. My father almost named me Brooke. Or was it my family's legacy of poverty that makes me African enough? Not the malnourished, crusty face smeared across your screen like feces. I'm not the face you felt compelled to donate to out of pity. I'm the face of the somewhat rainbow nation in South Africa when the two worlds collided. But when you look at me, do I look African enough to you? Thank you. Wow. Powerful. What a force um, of words and power and sound uh, coming from both of you ladies, uh, really from both of those pieces. Um, wow. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the poems um, just to get your take on them. Um, what did you think of uh, KMA's poem, uh, Shiro? Incredible. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. 
um, yeah, I can definitely relate to it. A lot of what you said, especially like the stuff about the hair and all of that. My daughter is a half Nigerian and I'm half English and Jamaican and Caribbean. So like they have like, you know, really kind of wild hair and stuff. And I, I really do try and make an effort not to do that, you know, not to make them feel as if it should be something other than what it is in its natural state. And yeah, I definitely hear that coming through. And just that feeling of like being stuck almost between like being too much of one thing to be enough of something else and too much of that to be enough of the other, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. And I, I love the last line as well. What, what was that? What was that last line again? Am I African enough for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And such a just a great question uh, to be asking um, and to really just turn that question into art uh, the way that yeah. you did. Um, really, really eye-opening, heavy. I love the subject matter. Um, I've never I've never really heard, I've never heard a poem like that. I've, I've heard poems that speak to uh, identity crisis or that sort of uh, journey of um, figuring out who you are, navigating through the through the ocean of other people's opinions and things, but from an individual um, living in South Africa, uh, experiencing um, the culture and and the social uh, constructs there, never heard it before, and you smashed it. I, I love the wordplay. I loved. I just I I love that piece. Like that was such a dope piece. <laughs> KMA, I was that was fire. Um, I liked the the part where you said. And you guys are gonna have to stop me, or so I'm gonna just keep talking. Um, I like the part where you mentioned that you know I'm fine, um, and then it sort of didn't even matter, um, you know, for for you to say that I'm fine. It was like still okay. Well, no, something is wrong. Like no, I'm no. There's something it needs to be fixed. But and that's the that's yeah. the the eyes of whoever's looking. Yeah, Powerful. True. There's a lot of there's a lot of controversy behind. There's a lot of things that, that we grew up with. Um, like, I know my mom straightened my hair like nobody's business when I was growing up. Um, mm-hmm. And now, going all natural, I'm like, ooh, so my hair strand is like this. You know, I'm learning about myself. Um, mm-hmm. And within my poetry, everything that you hear is, is, is real life stories. Um, when mm-hmm. I went to visit my mom's house, she just gives me this look like, hair are you gonna do anything about your hair because Mm. now it's no longer a thing of do you want straightener i'm like no and now it's a thing of are you gonna do anything with your hair i'm like no it's fine (laughs) Mm. so listening to your story i'm i assume mom is uh is white or and then dad is is non-white no no my both my parents are mixed race um oh okay very fair fair like me okay (laughs) Um, but my mom is is more of the my mom is is very bilingual. Um, but okay. my parents actually are. They speak English, Afrikaans, Zulu, some Swedish. Okay. Um, okay. Um, like they speak a lot of languages. But um, got you. When I'm on a lot of these platforms, international platforms, um, mm-hmm. somebody actually asked me, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm from South Africa." And they're like, "Africa, mm-hmm. Africa." Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I should have probably said no the one next door um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no. 
I didn't. I was just like, yes, South Africa. They're like, can we see outside? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, we didn't know they made, or there were South Africans that looked like you. Mm. So basically, a lot of my pieces are around to change the narrative because, yes, they are mixed race South Africans. I'm still shocking some people in my own Mm. areas when I see areas like Alex and. Mm-hmm. so on and so forth or in a taxi and they think they they come to this realization that i actually understand what they're saying in zulu mm-hmm. and then it's like wow you understand zulu so wow <laughs> it's very fascinating yeah. um if you don't mind me asking the same question to you um uh, Shirao, you mentioned caribbean and, and and english in terms of race do you what, what are the backgrounds your parents so my dad's my dad's dad was from Cuba and his mom was Jamaican. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom is white English. Okay. But my dad was like a first generation Brit in his family. Okay. Yeah. I have family uh, in the UK as well. Um, my 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 uh, eldest brother um, traveled there, and a lot of a lot of people actually do migrate uh, from Jamaica and end up um, yeah. in the UK. Um, very interesting, very very fascinating. Uh, your poem, uh, Shirel, spoke to me in in different ways. You know, being a father, not a mother, uh, but still those those nurturing notes uh, in your poem, and again, like the way you deliver it and, and and gave it to us, it really felt tender and loving. Um, and like a, a warm hug. Um, there was a line in there. You said, um, sticky sweetness uh, is, was that, was that right? Sticky sweetness. Yeah. Okay. That, that stood out to me. Um, the flow, the rhythm, um, and then just, just the, the, the imagery, uh, p- that you're painting of playing around, just having fun dancing. Uh, you said to like Disney songs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just I think at the time when I wrote that, um, I just separated with my husband after like 19 years together. And um, wow. I was going through all this stuff and I'm still trying to do everything I can and be there for them in the ways that they need me. And, right. you know, you, I don't know, as a parent, I think sometimes you just feel like, uh, I'm, you know, I, I don't, you know, like you need to be able to heal, but at the same time, you want to do it with causing as little damage as possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think like navigating that is a little bit tricky when you're going through like major life changes and stuff. And mm-hmm. at the same time, though, it's like they're the only thing worth going through all of this for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I can I can relate. I've had some conversations that were a bit very eye opening, and um, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast as well. Just my own like personal relationships uh, that I've had to uh, really fix, mend, and just heal. Because yeah, it is worth it. If if for anybody, definitely. I know for me, I want to do it for my for my young ones, for my children. Um, sometimes my whole vibe can be thrown off if some if one of them is is upset with me (laughs) or you know if like i I raise my voice when i really didn't have to you know what i mean i might have been distracted busy hungry yeah when you've just had a bad day or whatever and really they just need your attention and your affection and you just 
it's not in the mood for it but you know yeah yeah man it's a beautiful thing um it's it 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 makes you makes me like want to uh tap into that big heart that we all have inside of us and just just give love and give love and give love um I have a few more questions. I want to actually focus a bit on you, um, Shirelle, a little bit. Uh, I know we've talked about your children, but is there something um, else that that makes you, or what is, it could be your children. What makes you laugh the most? Oh, what makes me laugh the most? Gosh, um, I like the, honestly, the stupidest of things. Like the things that nobody else finds funny. <laughs> I have such an awkward sense of humor. Um, but usually just like one-liners, like okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, I think usually if I, I actually find myself hilarious. That's probably I think <laughs> myself laugh more than it makes anyone else laugh, and more than anything else makes me laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's me. Yeah, I enjoy laughing at myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, that's what's up. Um, we mentioned earlier that you are a, a pastry chef. Uh, so this might be a you know, silly question, but uh, do you have a sweet tooth? Uh, and what for, if you do have one? Um, my favorite dessert is creme brulee. Um, mm. But I don't have a majorly sweet tooth. And even the, I try okay. to find balance when I'm creating a dessert, especially a plated dessert. I, I'm looking more for balance. I don't want any anything to be like really sickly sweet or anything. Um, nice. Not the way I work, but yeah, I love I love um, I love creme brulee and anything with pastry is always good. You know. Okay. <laughs> what What are some of your favorite? <laughs> Do you have any favorite meals uh, to prepare for your children? Oh, um, my eldest daughter's favorite is a beef stroganoff. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that now. I'm thinking I haven't actually cooked it for you. I might have to treat her. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have to do that actually. Um, yeah. To be honest, anything that they actually eat is great. <laughs> oh man, with my daughter. Yeah. Oh, boy. I think dad's cooking for mine to be honest <laughs> yeah. okay and how long have you been a pastry chef um like 15 years now oh good wow okay yeah. mad mad skills i'm sure um what is um where is your favorite place to write oh <laughs> on the bus <laughs> okay on the bus. I don't know why maybe it's like the motion or like the kind of you know you're just kind of stuck there and you can't control it like mm -hmm. you can't control how fast it goes and you know like you can't get to your destination until you get there and maybe it just brings a certain piece that like let's lets it flow easier um mm -hmm. yeah, on the bus okay. my spot nice nice i wrote a few on the bus um do you have any poems that were uh, transformative for you? Uh, and if so, how so? Oh, um, I think the first thing that I read that was of any real kind of quality, I was about 13. And um, 
I'd wrote it. My dad, I live in Manchester. My dad lived in London and had gone down for the summer holidays and we were messing about in the studio and, I, I'd, and I'd wrote this poem. And um, he put it up on his wall and he kept it there for years and it made me feel like maybe I was mm-hmm. actually good at it. Oh, and it wasn't, you know, if I've read it back now, it wasn't like anything. There's nothing, you know, groundbreaking about the actual poem itself. But I think mm-hmm. it was more the way it was treated. And yeah. Other people felt like it was good. So it kind of made me feel a little bit like, okay, maybe I'll do this more, you know. Yeah, indeed. Uh, that's very relatable. I have a similar similar story. Um, okay, did did you have another poem, uh, Shirel, uh, that you can uh, share? Yeah, I can find something. Give me a minute. Is there anything in particular? No, you can really take it any direction you like. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll go with this one. This is quite new. Um, It's called Fire and Water. Okay. I'm both... I'm both Fire and Water. Sagittarius Sun and Scorpio Moon, a complete contradiction. I'm fierce and gentle, strong and weak. Sometimes I'm loud, other times meek. I have clarity, but I'm still foggy. Look good even when I feel groggy. I overshare and I'm a private person. I'm happy despite the pain I'm in. I give a dirty look when I mean to smile. I don't even know when I do it. Never have. I lack tact, but I'm sensitive as fuck. I feel everything full force. It's both a blessing and a curse. I overanalyze myself and I give myself grace. I struggle sometimes with the most simplest things. Other times I'm in my flow on top of it all. I've been beautifully ugly. I've been plain ugly. I've given everything, even when I had nothing. I've been kneeling on the gravel in the black of the abyss, knees grazed from the impact, pleading for a sign, begging and crying. And I never lost faith once. I just knew I needed to rest and then I'd be good. I'll get it done. I'm vulnerable and I'm empowered. I care what they think, but I don't care what they think, if you know what I mean. Uh, It just intrigues me. My standards are high, but I'm really quite chill. My mind likes the depth and storms of the ocean. Sometimes I drown in shallow waters, barely deep enough to dive in. I'm a good judge of character, but I always see the very best in everyone. But just because I see it doesn't mean that they can. So it means nothing at all. And although if I see the great in you and you don't. Wow. Lovely. What was the inspiration behind that one? Um, I had a conversation with somebody in work just about just about life. You know, we were working like quite a long shift together and we were just chatting throughout the day. And then I was on my way home from work and that was just what kind of fell onto the page. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like we were maybe just kind of like dissecting Mm -hmm. different character traits and personalities and stuff around. And yeah, that was Mm -hmm. kind of what came out. Okay. Again, uh, 
very relatable fire you said fire and water the yeah. beginning one yep. dirty look when i really want to smile oh man oh yep i could go into that too <laughs> um thank you uh so very much ashira appreciate it beautiful beautiful pieces there yes so i think poems um and that was such a great great story of how the poem was treated and because of how it was treated it changed what the poem meant um to to you uh kimberly i want to know when it comes to transformative poetry because i feel on all our journeys even if it's once we write a poem that it does something to us even if it's a small change it does something to us that sort of pushes or propels us uh further into our uh, trajectory of becoming the poets uh we become so did you uh kma did you experience anything like that with your work uh yes <laughs> okay can you tell us a little bit how that went for you when i wrote um a colored girl's tale okay was the first piece I ever wrote on myself, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> direct, direct piece, <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, with basically a lot of slamming, a lot of people for the derogatory terms, um, okay. a lot mm -hmm. of things in that piece, um, mm. it really fueled that persona, um, KMA, she was birthed okay. in that piece. Wow. Um, <laughs> She was she was birthed from that piece because after that piece, um, it was me finding my identity as a writer. Um, okay. Something I I think I will echo until I leave this earth will be it is so important for writers or just people in general to know who they are mm -hmm. and know their identity. Like this is who I am. This is what I stand for. That is not what I stand yes. for. You know, my character, I strongly believe that your characters should also demand respect. You don't have to ask for respect. Mm -hmm. It should just be mm -hmm. there. Um, and there's a difference between fear and respect. That's conversation mm -hmm. for day. But um, when it came to the Colored Girl's Tale, um, mm -hmm. KMA was birthed. KMA was like, oh, okay, so this is who I am. This is what I am. I'm not an African speaking. I'm a zulu speaking colored from south africa this is where mm -hmm. from i come from zululand this is why mm -hmm. um, and from that moment on it just hasn't been the same <laughs> okay <laughs> because i haven't been able to go back to my passive calm relaxed, yeah you know yeah yes i have mm -hmm. those, those really awesome pieces but um mm -hmm. I just can't go back to that watered down version of mm -hmm. who I was after that piece was written. Mm. Powerful story. Um, very powerful story there. How KMA uh, came to be. Um, it sounds, I, I the word boldness uh, and like courage and bravery and a fearlessness um, came to my, those came to mind as I thought about perhaps what that poem may have entailed or encompassed uh that that was so transformative for you um but that's just me thinking uh, to myself here um but wow that's really really powerful i know sometimes um it could be what it could really just be the content 
you know, certain things that you've never shared um, with someone or anyone. So once you put it in, in, in the writing and you actually share it, it's like, wow, I was brave enough to do that. It's like, it's, it changes you. It, it really changes you. And it, if you hold on to this, the newfound strength and power and confidence and all those good things, it's hard to let that go. It's hard to let that go. Um, That's true. That's true. And I think also as being stereotyped, I like, I, I think I, uh, there's nothing somebody can call me right now that I'm going to take offense mm -hmm. um, mm. because I've wow. probably called myself at that point of my life. I've probably called myself that. Like, Kim, you're a difficult person. So no one can tell me I'm a difficult person because I know, <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. when it came to, when it came to that piece, it was, mm -hmm. I'm a walking, living, breathing stereotype. When people see me in South Africa, they think, oh, Khaled, oh, gangsterism, alcoholism, drug mm, Really? Um, Are those the connotations associated with yep, it? Yep. Oh, wow. Same I did not way, know. Um, a black man or woman is perceived in the U.S. is more or less how I'm perceived here. Mm -hmm. So when somebody sees okay. me, they just think I automatically speak Afrikaans and they think I've had kids from the age of i don't know and i have a whole lot of kids um, mm -hmm. because of and i don't blame anyone because that is what they were sold the same way people some now still think africa is just only poverty from the head down um, mm -hmm. and that it's I mean, a country to, yep yep and they fail to remember that we have amazing <laughs> artists that come out of here so i don't know where they think yeah. they're coming up with the music um mm. maybe in a cave i don't know <laughs> um but that's wow. the whole thing is um, that piece and, and everything mm -hmm. about that piece mm -hmm. just fueled so much more pieces yeah. like this one uh, that I did and a, a whole lot others that actually mm -hmm. managed to form a book. <laughs> wow, okay. So interesting because now I'm thinking of this this metaphor where um, you you tapped into something within yourself and then boom it's like it's like you struck uh, your own kind of oil uh, your own richness um yep. through the use of that experience in that poem and then here you are and just like you know flowing ink of of beautiful poetry and, and creativity that's that's really 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 dope um i want to ask you this question about um the joys in your life because uh clearly uh you, you've taken the responsibility of sharing your story. Your, your story doesn't just happen to be your own. Um, as you're saying, there's stereotypes and things like that about the perception of people that are colored and mixed um, in South Africa. But when, when it comes to your joy, when you think about that, what brings you your greatest joy in life now? Besides my kids, <laughs> besides poetry, um, Peace. Mm. Peace How? brings me so much joy. <laughs> What's the quickest way for you to get to that peace when you need it? I'm always soaking myself in peace. Oh, nice. I protect my peace at all costs. <laughs> nice. I think once you find what peace means to you as a person, um, mm -hmm. peace is sitting at home and not going out and partying all the time. Mm -hmm. and it brings you peace and it brings you that joy and that satisfaction. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. If right. peace is, but it, it has to be a healthy peace because there's a difference. You have to, it has to be, mm -hmm. it has to be 
something that's edifying to your mind, body, and spirit. Um, okay. For me, peace. I draw my peace from different things. Whether it be listening to okay. music, whether it just be looking at my kids playing, listening mm-hmm. to their stories. Um, but what had me also pulling away from only finding joy and happiness and peace in my kids and my family is a friend of mine asked me a few years ago what mm-hmm. makes me happy. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, my kids. And he says, oh, okay, so if you didn't have your kids, what would make you mm-hmm. happy? I'm like, oh, my partner. And like, if your partners are around, what else would make you happy? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd be lost. And... He reminded me to go back and say, hey, before you became a mom, before you became someone's partner, before mm-hmm. everything else, you were still an individual. And this person, Kimberly Anderson, liked doing certain things. She loved swimming. Mm-hmm. She loved mm-hmm. certain sports, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go back to also what brings me peace. If my kids yeah. are not around, what brings me peace? Go swimming by yourself. And I would mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, reading a book by yourself even if you have no poetry to write yeah you know because because we're not gonna lie and say we just flow poetry all day every day no we don't (laughs) true true you know we we don't we also have those moments where we just don't want to write or we don't feel like writing and you have to have other things that you have to soak yourself and with me it's also um graphics and design oh okay other things you know that i feed off and listen to classical music or jazz or yeah you know that's what i feed mm-hmm. off but as i say once you find peace mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. you will hold on to that <laughs> and no one yeah. will disturb you out yeah. of your peace unless you allow them to nobody can Important disturb thing there. your peace um if you feel like you need to leave a room leave that room right mm-hmm. <laughs> know when to say no definitely my peace my peace um my peace is very offensive <laughs> she's she's very offensive it's worth protecting she, i love yeah, that my peace is very offensive <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mind you. i hear you <laughs> yeah. she's made me leave rooms she's made me leave people places, places. <laughs> yeah i know like people would invite us over and they're like hey come over for a bride we can sit you guys can sleep over i'm like i'm not sleeping over i want to sleep in my own bed tonight <laughs> <laughs> i can dig it for sure um can you talk to us a little bit about uh how you sort of find that balance when you're not doing poetry and pursuing your other passions there um you you created a platform or a couple platforms now um turning pain into power and i am poetry africa Uh, i think it's amazing um the work that you're doing i think it's necessary can you share with the listeners uh, a little bit about both of those programs
through um, a conversation with a friend of mine, Lorenzo Hendricks, uh, the unapologetic writer. Mm, where okay. We were having conversation because he stays out in Bloemfontein here in South Africa. And uh, he's like, Kim, you know, we should be friends when a couple of years ago. He was like, we should be friends. I like your poetry. You know, and I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. And uh, we were a part of a collective that didn't really um, nurture who we were as writers and our styles. They didn't really cater to our particular styles because I realized that I don't fit into a box. Now I realize that, but then I thought I needed to fit into this certain type of box as to what a poem mm-hmm. is supposed to sound like. Mm-hmm. And so once we pulled away from that group and we started being each other support system and giving each other prompts and like, hey, you yeah. should try changing this word and you should try mm-hmm. using that. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. towards each other mm-hmm. <laughs> how to do things. That's lovely. Yeah. And um, we had a conversation and we're like, we should have, like, we should just open up a door for other folks to just come jam with us, mm-hmm. chill with us, and learn with us because we still mm-hmm. learn. So why not invite them to also learn with us and we help each other? Um, so it was just like this big support group of okay. and now we've grown to quite a, a, a nice number of poets from all over Africa. We've got some brothers okay. and sisters out in Kenya, in Malawi, uh-huh. in Uganda, in Ghana, um, okay. in Tanzania as well. So it's it's awesome getting to connect with them because we host sessions as well. Um, cool, very during, cool. During covid uh, we hold these Sunday, I call them Sunday social sessions. Because um, mm-hmm. we can be in there for a good four or five hours. <laughs> just vibing. <laughs> yeah, just vibing. That's what's know? up. Even if there's three of us left and we just like, oh, we don't want to leave. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just that space that we've created for poets where they can feel comfortable to come to and share without there being that stigma mm-hmm. of, ah, oh, you're not good enough. Because we knew right. what it was like to ever be told mm-hmm. that we are not good enough. So and, uh, we never ever want to pose to feel that way. That, that's so uh, important. I love it that uh, fellow poets um, and just people um, are out there as well uh, doing the same thing, uh, trying to open doors and create opportunities like safe spaces, healthy uh, spaces for us to uh, nurture and grow our art. Um, and as you go about that work, um, I, I want to know what it is that you want people to get when they think about your brand i want them to think about home i want them to have that home okay because when you're at home you get to kick off your shoes and that's the most comfortable and vulnerable that you are is when you're in your own space yes Um, nobody knows you better than the people that you live with this is honest facts nobody knows you better than anyone that you live with and that's the feeling i want people to associate hashtag i'm poetry africa with when you listen when you're in our space when you're there i want you to feel at home Um, gotcha because that's the feeling that we always want to leave people with is this is home Mm -hmm. this is a safe space this is a comfortable space Mm-hmm. The word family comes to mind. Um, do you have a piece that you can share with us? Uh, I think this piece kind of echoes what Shua was actually saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> with her piece. Um, this, 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 
because yeah i released a snippet of this one as well this piece is not anywhere oh, okay nice. <laughs> when he said he wanted all of me um small backstory about it um it was actually break of a conversation when a cousin of mine got into a debate with a lady on facebook um because she had said all men are dogs and he was like who hurt you (laughs) (laughs) i i'm to blame for that comment because i asked him to ask her who hurt (laughs) so um (laughs) i wrote this piece um based on what i think a toxic woman would be like and the root as well of it all okay when he said he wanted all of me he should have been more specific or he could have just been straight up and asked from a scale of one to a thousand where does your crazy need to stop you see so (laughs) i would know how much of my crazy he could handle like do i literally need to bust the windows out your car or just walk around the house with a knife in my hand singing the boy is mine throw your phone across the room and watch the broken pieces satisfy the psycho in me when he said he wanted all of me i don't think he was ready for my mood swings like the leave me alone but i'm gonna miss you after five seconds kind of mood or let me just lay on your chest and then ask you about the chick that greeted you in the grocery store just to hear if your heart <laughs> skips a beat when he said he wanted all of me He failed to see past my flirtatious smile and inviting eyes, my sweet voice and pink lips. He didn't see beyond the scars left from the past, hadn't fully healed yet. And the book of trust issues I stood on every time I had to stand on my tippy toes just to kiss his lips, wondering who had kissed them in the past 24 hours. When he said he wanted all of me, I know he wasn't ready for the days I'd sit in perfect silence, not mad but just tired of hearing the sound of my own voice from trying to tell him of how i needed him to love me like love me now love me good love me later but 10 times more than before when he said he wanted all of me he failed to realize i had a past before him so when the whisper started of hey boy your girl was a loose woman tell me which version of me would you love more the one who now seeks for full transparency or the girl who ran the streets that they once knew me to be. Can you look beyond the stains and still call me beautiful? When he said he wanted all of me, I'm 100% sure he never saw the old suitcase on his way in with the big sign saying daddy issues and the one behind it saying baby daddy issues. As a matter of fact, you walk right past the sign on the door that said issue alert. My man. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for the all men or dogs or he only thinks with his penis remarks or because the ones before you only followed the direction of the erection refusing to use protection and now you're left with the aftermath of crazy see but the truth of the matter is is that I've been hurt and I'm still hurt I'm sure you saw the blood stains on your way in I was hurt even before any man looked at me sexually and called me beautiful You see, my mama didn't scream when daddy was leaving or when the word on the street said he loves us more than his family. See, I don't think he remembered when he said I wanted all of you at mental death. But life has taught me that sometimes one parts from you before that. 
leaving you alive and somewhat dead inside. When he said he wanted all of me, I looked at him and said, honey, you ain't ready. You <laughs> definitely ain't ready because I, I haven't buried the skeletons of the ones who hurt me yet. So they look at my emotional outburst and say, she's cute, but crazy though. Or you need life insurance when you're messing with someone like her. But all I did was try to stop you, was try to stop them from leaving. Or so I had thought in the heat of the moment when he said he wanted all of me, he needed to fill in the description box as to how much of me he could handle. You see, the reward is not the treasure found between my thighs, but the life that we could build together. So when you mm -hmm. say, I want all of you, ensure that you have read all the terms and conditions that come with falling in love with a heart that's been beaten, broken, and battered, but now classified as crazy. Hmm. But even crazy could find peace, right? See, truth be told, I never really knew what love was or what love even felt like. I just tripped over my emotions a couple of times. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Oh, wow. That was beautiful. Oh, man. You're welcome. I really love this. <laughs> oh, my. That was uh, special. Okay. So, wow, man. That just something like a Facebook conversation can can trigger a piece like that man you go poet it's a very interesting topic it, it really is I, I like the subject matter i think that's really important for sure seeing things sometimes on the surface but you don't know the full backstory of why a person's a certain way how they got there yeah, it's always more to it yeah all right so that was just a thrill um great great uh just session of poetry um getting to know these guests um a little bit deeper but it is about that time for us to get back into our sport trivia game so you are checking out the pod poets lounge this podcast is supported by listeners like you Thank you for helping us grow with your shares and your listens. Want your artists on the show? Your merch right here? Search no further. Everything they right yeah. Just contact us. Shout out to the Gods Inc. spoken word artist, writer, author, and fellow podcaster. Listen to his show, The Words I Never Said Podcast. Shop our original poetic tees on Etsy. Visit our website for the latest. And join us for more fun, art, and community with incredible creatives on the next episode. Now, back to the show. Okay, we are getting into our final round of sport trivia for tonight. We have uh, two more games. Uh, hopefully, we can get those in. We have word fix uh, to play, and we'll start that right now. So, our players are going to create as many words as they can with a how many letters the words can contain so i have a word actually already and they just simply have to use the letters in the word to create as many of the uh the fix for this particular one is going to be five so i'm going to share the word here for you ladies the word is unbelievable unbelievable it's spelled u n b e 
L-I-E-V-A-B-L-E. And you're going to create as many five-letter words as you can. I'm going to give us uh, a little bit of time to do that. All right. Let's see. You guys are able to uh, see the word right, and you got the rules right. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you about a minute or so, and um, just you can write them down, um, or you can text them in the chat. And uh, after the minute, I'll just ask you to tell me what you got. I think I'm going to play along. Doesn't mean I'm going to do good. seconds to go as many five letter words as you can create from the letters in the word unbelievable five letter words there isn't exactly a ton of them but you'll get one point for each word that you do get and uh I think we're there now, so we're coming up on a minute. All right. Drum roll, please. Oh, there it is already. Perfect. Okay, Shirel, she got leave. L-E-A-V-E, -E, level, L-E-V-E-L. -E -E yep, believe. Leave is a long one. Okay, it's too many letters, but you did get leave. Yes, and you got level. Label, yep, got that as well. And the last one has too many characters. Okay, so she got three. Oh, sorry, I didn't get it. I didn't realize it. I had five. I thought it was like at least five. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my fault. Um, yeah, so there's a there's a restriction on the number uh, of letters that the word can have, and that fix is five for this one. So you did get uh, three points uh, out of that. Nice, and. Uh, see what we got from oh someone in the chat okay somebody in the chat here is giving giving away points all right <laughs> thanks Gemini it's fine Cheryl can take that one okay all right. Okay. All right, KMA um what words did you get Under? Under? How do you spell? Never. Under? How do you spell that? Under. U N D R. In the word. Oh, but there's no R. There was no R. U. U. Oh, U. Spell it again. Maybe I didn't hear it. Under. U N D. You said undone? Under, under. You know, like over and under. Okay, so U-N-D-E-R, right? Yes. Okay, 
Alright, there was no R, so unfortunately you didn't get that one. Obviously, I didn't give that one. Okay. <laughs> Evan, does does names count of people? We can we can weigh it in the Powerports court and see <laughs> what you wrote. <laughs> Go with it. Yeah. I'm gonna rock with it. <laughs> Also wrote leave on my book, yeah. Um, okay, so you got that one as well. Okay, you had leave. What names did you get? Let's see, what names did you get? Um, I wrote, um, what did I write here? Ooh, I was writing so fast, Lord help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wrote believe, it's in here. Okay, okay. And yeah, I think that's all I managed to scramble. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. So the idea of this game is to squeeze as many points as you can out of those scrambled words. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um, do you guys want to do one more of these? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we need to do it again. Like, so, can you do less than the the limit? Yeah. So what? Or like, does it have to just be like five no, letters? That's this one will it. be no restriction. I'm just going to. Um, oh, okay. We'll do a. This game is uh, going to be word generator. So it's just a slightly different game where I'm going to give you a mix of um, letters as well, and then you just create as many uh, words as you can. It could be any length. Okay. Yeah. I think that'll be good. So here we go. Um, let's start with the first. Oh, there's not a lot of vowels in that one. That might be a little... Ah. Simplify. <laughs> <laughs> let's go with this group. Okay. So here is your group of mixed up letters. B-A-O-N-C-U-W. And I'm going to give you about a minute to just generate as many words as you can. All right. Got it? Yep. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's start. Got about 30 seconds left. Okay, and we are just up on time there. Gave you a few extra seconds because I needed it, and I was playing along. <laughs> if I if I was a if I was a guest, I probably would have been like, "Hey, a little more time." All right, so I played this one with you guys, and again, hey, look. I should not be playing these games, but it's fun. I don't do so good. <laughs> All right. Shirelle, out of the gate, she's letting us know that she has bacon. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, I, that was the first one I wrote down. <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right, we got bacon. Uh, con, okay. Ban, okay. Woo. 
as in tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's not a real word, is it? Is it? Because I. W U. Okay. Listen, it's a name, isn't it? All right, so we're we're going with it. All right, so we got one cab. Oh yes, on own good nab. Nice one. And cow. Okay, well done there. Three, three, nine, ten. Okay. All right. I'm quite myself for that, honestly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's tally up these scores for our KMA. Let us know what you got. Okay. I accept defeat firstly before I even say anything else. I'm not a sore loser. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> the first word was can, cow was the second one, and then it was bacon, okay. um, one, yes. ban, yes. and on. Uh -huh. That's it. Oh, okay. That's good. All right, seven there. Okay. How Gemini, thank you. Gemini, you could have helped me this whole time and you only dropped it now. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh my. He knows. He knows he knows he could have helped. He feels bad. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Alright, um Okay ladies, uh tallying up the scores here. We have uh ten points currently for KMA. And we have, uh, let's see, uh, six, uh, nine, and nineteen points for uh, Shirel. So congratulations uh, to Shirel. She is the winner for episode yes, number five. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. And a great game. I'm balling. Thank you. <laughs> Very well played. Um, both of these ladies deserve a round. Let's give it up as well for KMA. Amazing, amazing poet and so much more. Okay. I asked these uh, ladies to help me because we've been creating this group poem all season long to come up with a line. Oh, goodness. Uh, to add uh, to the poem, <laughs> and it seems maybe maybe they didn't all do it. Um, we're gonna find out in a second here uh, from Shiro. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so the idea was collaboration is the theme, and every episode a poet will be adding a line to the poem. So we've managed to get I think like nine uh, or so lines uh, up to this point. And I think I have the line also from KMA that she added to the poem. I'm not sure I have a line yet from uh, Shirel, right? Mm. Right, you don't. I completely forgot about this. Okay, let me I can just post my out of Yes, you will. You will have to do that. Um, put her on the spot. Before okay. I usually do well. Would you like to go with your line first, yeah. and then I'll continue from that? Yes. In fact, let me uh, go ahead and grab that. All right. So I've posted here the previous version, and. So, uh, KMA, the line that you had in the, the DM in the group chat is the same one that we're using, right? 
Yep. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, Shirelle, you ready? Okay. Maybe the impossibilities. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna change it. <laughs> you want to change it? Oh. No, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Once I get to start changing anything, everything is going to Oh, change. man, I, I do that with my poems, too. I have to stop myself. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm, I'm trying not to do that anymore. No drives a friend of mine really crazy. Like, Why did you change that? It sounded fine. Like, no, it didn't. I listened to myself because I have this habit of recording myself and i listen back to myself and like no you should have said this like that or you should have taken a breath here and not there and <laughs> yeah no <laughs> i'm similar i'm very similar especially when i know it's going to be something that's that i'll be sharing publicly very self-conscious <laughs> you hear those the, 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 music, <laughs> the music of creativity right yeah. there that's that's what that is it's in the brain, you know, in the real Yes, <laughs> that's what imagination on fleek sounds like right now. <laughs> <laughs> that should be amazing. There we go. That should be amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been it's been a real blast. I'm just getting everyone's uh, a piece of everyone's soul, if you will. Okay, so we have our line. Uh, I'm not sure how that works, but let's go with that. Oh yeah, we're gonna go with that. Thank you so much. The lines we make together will last forever. Collaborate to elevate, collaborate to congratulate, spread more love and not hate, and that'll lead our people to heaven's gate. It takes more than two to leave these lines behind. And what's sad is at times people don't think it takes time to shine, but together we will shine. Together we are all divine. We are all God's children in the image of the Most High, shining our light to inspire others to shine brighter. The two pens ignite like gas to a flame, making it burn so much brighter, orchestrated by the hands of Mother Nature, like a symphony, stretching to the shores of unfamiliar territory and removing the impossibilities, moving us closer to oneness, letting their strengths compensate for our weakness. Oh yes, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, ladies, so very much. I appreciate that. And um, I'd like to get your takes on what piece of advice that you might want to leave with our listeners. Um, anything you want, you want them to know how they can get in touch with you uh, as well. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, my handle is at a moment in my mind um underscore between each word i think mm -hmm. i'm not sure i just recently changed it um, <laughs> and yeah um i think that's the best place to find my poetry really that's only where i put it at the moment okay fantastic thank you yes that's it i appreciate it and kma any uh final thoughts anything else you'd like to uh, leave our listeners with and as well as how they can get in touch with you um the only thing i can i think i'd leave is ensure that you find your identity in whatever you do mm -hmm. 
not even just writers but any creatives or non-creatives it's very imperative it's very 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 important for you to know um your identity mm-hmm. as a person that walks this earth and <clears throat> everything that you apply yourself to because once you know who you are it's going to be very hard for somebody to try and um misuse what you carry and your gifts because uh, we all have gifts mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah that's <laughs> well said that's Thank you for that. That's all I'm going to leave. Um, if you want to find me, I don't really post much of my stuff. Well, you uh, should be. But I just post... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just post little tastes of um, yeah, my certain palette. Yep. things. You can, yeah, you can check that out on my Facebook page, which is Turning Pain Into Power, um, as well as the Kimberly Anderson page on Facebook, mm-hmm. or even my personal Facebook, which is uh, Kimberly Anderson. Um, also on IG, it's the hashtag I'm Poetry underscore Africa. You can find a whole lot of African poets mm. and a lot of nice things that are coming out of Africa on there, especially with 2022. There's a lot that's going to happen, a lot of featured poets that are going to be posted on Very exciting, very exciting. It is really, really exciting. Um, turning pain into power as well. Turning pain underscore into power on IG, as well as Kimberly Anderson underscore KMA, I think. Okay. <laughs> yes, underscore KMA. Um, I, I'll share well it in the chat as, as well for you. <laughs> yeah, as well as you can find some of the stuff that I do, mainly behind the scenes when it comes to the Poetry Global Network, um, where I produce the Poetry News. Mm as well as Dope. do some graphics on there as well okay um and yeah that's and also if there's any events happening in your area if there's any um workshops that are happening mm-hmm. and any nice things regards to the arts especially poetry mm-hmm. let me know mm-hmm. we might just feature it on the poetry news nice um just gotta drop in plug me in let me know um, and we can we can see how we're gonna push that through as well because we're here to promote all things um, poetry, all things creativity as well. So yeah, and my book is around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, just finalizing some things, but uh, it's um, literally around the corner and it's very exciting. So um, yeah, that's happening very very soon. All right, wonderful, fantastic. A lot of things going on. Congratulations. Um, wish you much, much success in all of your endeavors. I love what you are doing for the arts community. Um, both you ladies as well. It was such a blast uh, having you guys on the show. Had so much fun in the chat. Um, as you can tell, I do want to ask our listeners to go ahead and follow these artists. Thank you once again for all your support. Email thepodpoetslounge at gmail.com for all things and come and play live next time. Our guests today, Kimberly and Sherelle, truly blessed up the space. It was a pleasure having you guys on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. Stay safe, stay positive, and take good care. Peace.